right, guys, we got the number nine Bellator heavyweight Tyrell Fortune, kind enough to join us today. Big fan of his work. How's everything going today, man? Uh, everything's going good, man. I just uh, actually got getting back home to Arizona, get back to training. I was in Colorado for a little bit for some snowboarding and uh, just some relax relaxing out there for a little bit. So it was cool. Nice, man. You all oh, snowboarding. You're a fan of that? Yeah, I've been a snowboarder since I was about uh, 90, 19 years old. Awesome. Yeah, and my brother's big into snowboarding. I went a couple times, and it's definitely fun. It, I feel like I got beat up a few. Do you ever have, like, any serious uh, crazy crashes or anything like that that beat you up? Yeah, yeah, a couple of times. Last last season, I had a really bad one. I actually bruised, like, my whole side from, like, halfway through my quad to my rib cage. Oh, damn. It was, it was, yeah, it was pretty gnarly, but... Um, no, this year I didn't. I didn't do anything stupid. I knew I had to uh, get ready to compete and come home, so I just kept it kept it nice and simple and rode the mountain. Yeah, man. Well, I did. Hit, I did hit the park a little bit though. I got better at the rails, so that was that was dope. I was excited about that. I got some lessons with that, and I got nice with that. So. Awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something I could only dream of doing the whole rails stuff and all that. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of the extracurricular activities, right? Um, I saw you compete in a jiu-jitsu tournament in December. What was the experience like for you, man? That looked awesome. Um, it was it was a good experience. You know, it was a it was a step into a new world. And um the experience alone, that's what I mean, the experience alone was just a, a good one. And uh it was weird, you know, at first you don't understand anybody because uh everybody is speaking Portuguese, so yeah. It was a. Uh, it was kind of like annoying at first because the referees and everybody like, I would tell them like, you know, hey, this is my first match. You know, I don't, I don't know, this is my first tournament. You know, right when I get to the, you know, match, you got to report. So it just wasn't. It wasn't as formal as I was used to wrestling be. You know what I mean? I tried to handle it kind of like that, and you know, it was very respectful and stuff. But the the referee one match was a uh, got upset with me because he kept yelling at me in Portuguese. I don't understand Portuguese, so I can't respond to you if I don't understand what you're saying and I don't know if you're even talking to me so I kept going and obviously he was saying stop and then he finally yelled stop and I was like dude I told you I don't this is my first match like come on man like if you why didn't you just say that if you wanted me to, he's like you know we have to I was like okay well you know help me out let me help me help me help you you know what I mean I don't want to not you know follow the rules but it was whatever it was cool it was a good experience Right. I mean, wow, it definitely sounds interesting, right? Maybe some stuff that they could work on a little bit to make it easier, don't you think? Yeah, I, I just think, guys, you get into the world more, these term, ter the terminology becomes more... That's true. Uh, yeah. You know, recognizable. It's just my first tournament, and I'm at the world tournament. Yeah. So that's that's where their attitude was at. You know, like, hey, this is the world tournament. And I'm like, I know, but, you know, this is my first tournament. So I don't know, you know, what I'm doing or what you're saying to me. And so after after the first few matches, as I kept as I continued to progress, the referees got actually nicer because they're like, okay, this kid is actually winning; he's doing good. And so they were they started helping me out a little bit, but it was a it was it was complicated at first to understand what was going on. And I think it was on your Instagram. I think you put that you were excited for like your journey in the sport. I mean, does maybe is that more of like a down the line thing? Like, can we see you legitimately compete in more tournaments, like in the in like the future? Definitely, definitely, I'll be competing in more tournaments. I think uh, jujitsu is a, a big part of um, MMA, and um, in my last fight, I was in a situation where I couldn't finish the submission, and I didn't know how to modify it to finish it. 
So uh, not have you know, and not being aware in certain positions, you're gonna suffer in the sport of MMA because you can use all these other kind of uh, crafts. And if you're not learning these other crafts at all, then you're definitely gonna have a, a problem eventually. So, you know, you perhaps not being able to finish the fight at the end of that first round, that had a lot to do with you deciding to go into that jiu-jitsu tournament? Um, well, at, prior to that, the fight, I had already um, committed to going to the tournament. Oh, you already did um, it before the fight. You already yeah, planned it. Okay. I, I had already I already planned it, but once that happened in the fight, I was, I knew, I was like, okay, this is, you know, it's something fate. I had. I knew I was supposed to address this, and now I'm in a fucking fight, and I can't finish a rear naked choke. Mind you, that dude grabbed the cage to even get out the rear naked choke. But um, there were so many fouls that they, it was crazy in that fight. But it was it's uh, but whatever. But no, yeah. So I I didn't finish the the uh, submission. So that's what really pushed me to be like, okay, this is something I have to address because if I if I end up in a situation like this again, I want to make sure I know what to do. It was surprising to you though, right? Because when I saw that fight. It looked like it was under the neck, under the chin. It looked like there was like 40 seconds left. Like, I thought it was over, to be completely honest with you. Like, were you thinking the same thing when you were in that position? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the the choke was, it was awkward. The, I did have his neck, but the way I had it was very awkward. And the, the how he was sitting on top of me made my squeeze very weak because his neck was above my neck. So I was choking him from a, a upward type of angle, you know, and uh, so it wasn't it wasn't the best the best angle, and I didn't know what to really how to really move without giving up, you know, giving the situation giving my position up, and um, so it was very frustrating. Plus, that was really the first time dealing with a, a man that big. You know, I've wrestled my whole life. There's very few guys that I have been on top of and I'm trying to wrist ride and, and break him down and I just physically can't. So that when that when that happened in that fight, I was like, all right, this is it was very frustrating and like trying to figure that out. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like I can't break him down, you know? Yeah. And that was actually it ties sort of into what I was going to ask you next, right? Is I know even before the fight, like when they were doing the tail of the tape and all that, Big John was saying, like, look at the size of that guy when they were introducing you guys. So the size legitimately did play a factor then, right? You said you never faced the guy that big. Um, you oh, said yeah, when you had him in the choke, your hand, his neck was up here. Was it like a weird adjustment? Like where it was, it was kind of like you were in there with a the guy like that and it was like, this is weird. His size is throwing off everything. Was it like that? Yeah, it was. it was just a thing of like, First off, I'm a I'm a big man as it is. So yeah. for me to find consistent training partners at my size is very hard. Now, for me to find a partner that wants to train that's bigger than me like that with the frame is like fucking rare, you know. So uh, I think just you know when you when you when you doing jujitsu wrestling moves or wrestling or anything like that, you start to notice like different body types. You have to do you can do things different ways with different body types. And because that body type, you don't see it very often. I just don't didn't have understand how to modify things for it. And I think that's where the frustration came. Because I'm like, you know, after this fight, I've been looking for guys his size. Because I'm like, hey, there are guys in MMA that are this guy's size that have to cut to MMA. Like you have Francis Naganus and shit like that. So check I'm like, Congo, yeah, yeah, check Congo, right? So I'm like, I can't, I can't allow this to be a a, a problem, you know. So I have to look for it. So I, I do have a one partner who's kind of that size he's like a six four uh six five 
three like three hundred pounds two two eighty. So he's he's actually moving here next week to Arizona. So um, okay, I, I will begin somebody of that of that of that like stature a little bit, but it's it's kind of hard to find guys that you know big guys are real lazy most of the time. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess you could say a lot of guys are heavyweights for a reason, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, man, because when I was looking over, when I saw the fight and they panned the camera to him, his head was like the at the level of the of the top bar of the cage. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. But yeah, it's it's so it's interesting. And and I'm glad that you're starting that you know you're gonna be able to get a, a body in there, a training partner that'll sort of like help you out with that. Cause like you said, it seems like there are you know, there's more of them out there, right? So you're definitely gonna want to be ready. And that kind of brings me into the next question was it was I was gonna ask you what was the biggest takeaway you you brought you got out of that fight, but I guess would that be it? Would it be just I got to get some size in these camps. I got to get, start bringing in people that I could get in there with that are going to replicate this man's just again, size. I mean that I would say like, even, um, anything, you know, another, yeah, anything else? Another, uh, well, yeah, no, there'll be more. I mean, I, I like, I mean, I'm a big critique on myself. So I took away a lot to be honest from that fight. Okay. Um, cause I hate losing. So I look, I try to, I try to, um, over maybe overanalyze everything I could have done to make it better. But, you know, I would say even that's why this uh, jujitsu was so important to me. I think getting to that after that fight is because even after the first round, the my arm and the cardio of my arm was like my arm was so shot from trying to choke him out. I was like, yo, I my, I, I could barely feel it. It felt weird as shit, you know. And I yeah. feel like that's why I went for such a weird overhand because even my coach was like, you have never, I've never seen you throw a punch like that before. And I was like, dude, I was like, my arm and my shoulder just felt weird. I was like, I was weird. I was like, but I thought he was throwing, I felt like uh, he was throwing a jab and I could get over it. He was like, yeah, but I've never seen you throw it like that before. I was like, I couldn't even feel my arm. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, man, the, the cardio it takes to, and the muscular endurance it takes to just fully squeeze someone out. And then if you can't be able to get up and throw punches was something I wasn't ready for either. So that was a, a big takeaway I had. I, I got a basketball now that I, I fucking just squeeze on a chokehold every now and then at the house. So it's just like little stuff like that that my coach has me do to just you have to add these things in that I don't have, you know, from wrestling, you don't you're not squeezing people like that. So that muscular endurance. I guess that's part of learning, right? I mean, you have you've been in this game for since what competing 2016 it was you said it was? Yeah, 2016, I believe. About five six years, about five, six years now. Yeah, so I would imagine you're getting better by leaps and, and leaps and bounds by the year, right? I mean, yeah, I, it's 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 hard. You know, at the beginning, I would say like that's where I would I would say at first, so you do leaps and bounds. But now sure. I think it's just like very intricate things that you you focus on every camp, and that's really what I just I I really try to focus on one or two things, and I say, okay, by the next fight, this is going to be fixed. And so every practice and drills and things like that always has these two things, key things in mind that I know I need to fix. So, I mean, I would, would I say leaps and bounds by years? Yeah, I would say I've gotten definitely not the fighter I am when I started, but would I say I'm anywhere close to where I need to be or where like top tier? No, no I don't think I'm even uh, close yet to putting, putting everything together because it seems like it just, uh, as I continue to go and I keep learning more and more that I, I don't have, you know, that I still need. So at, at the beginning when you're, when you're knocking guys out and it's, 
and it's easy. It, you, the the confidence that you obtain from a from this sport is crazy. You know the adrenaline, the high you you put yourself on, and then you lose, and you start trying to analyze and you look at yourself in a different light, and you want to uh, you know you want to fix those errors so that you can put yourself back up there again, and uh, I think that's where I'm at now. Yeah, and. I heard you mention something about you wanted to get in there a few times in this calendar year, right? So does that mean we could expect to see you in there as far as the MMA side anytime soon? April is what I, I'm. Hopefully, I'm hearing. Hopefully, I get a. I get in there in April. Um, that's the best I think I, I can hope for right now. I haven't really heard much. Maybe March, end of March. Okay, but uh, there, I know no they opponents haven't, I know been they talked about or anything. Nope, I haven't I haven't heard much. No, I haven't heard much yet. They have a lot of fights with that Bader fight going on right now. They're pretty busy. So now after this next one, I think they'll have a, a lot more like understanding of what's going to happen in these next few next few cards. But this last card was a, a busy one for them. Yeah, for sure. And I heard you say, after speaking of cards, I heard you say after the last card you competed, in, I think it was in the, or no, before the card that you competed in last in the pre-fight presser and all that. You said that, the important fights for you for the were the ones that were going to get you closer to the title, right? And that makes a hundred percent sense. Like, why do you have to be so specific about who you want, right? Just whatever gets you up the ladder. But as far as stylistically, right? Like, you throw the title away, all that. Is there anyone that you ever wanted to get in there with currently in the top ten that you think would have been a would be a fun fight for the fans? Like, I, you know, why not? You know, I think we could put on a show. Uh that I mean, not not anymore. Other than Bader, Bader's the only guy with the name. Fader left, you know. Um, Chet Congo could possibly be one, um, but you know these guys are kind of like on their. Other than Bader, they're they're not showing any promise, you know, to really kind of be around to be scrappy anymore. So to say like that's a guy I, I want to fight doesn't uh, doesn't really appeal to me anymore. Bader's the only one. I'm still sense. being a champ, being a champ, and still you know looking good. Makes it makes it a, a a fight that that makes me uh, excited about. But um, trying to fight a guy who's on the end with like if they offered Fader, I wouldn't want. Yeah, cool. I get to fight Fader, but it wouldn't be. I wouldn't get excited about that. You know. Yeah. The name, the money would be exciting, but not the actual fight. Okay, that's an interesting answer. And so I guess I'll ask you this. Um, and I think that's fair. That's respectable, man. Um. And it does seem like there's a lot of guys in that maybe in that top ten that maybe their better days are behind them, right? Does that do you see a, a clear path to the top because of that? Like, do you feel like maybe once these guys sort of start dwindling away, getting out of the way, it'll become a lot more clear? Like the real contenders will sort of rise. You know, the cream will rise to the top, including yourself. Man, I, I feel like if I did, I mean, because you were already you know, in the mix already. You know, you yeah, were already. Yeah, I was already up there twice. You know, and I ended right. up having a you know lost to Linton. Uh, and I lost to now um, Daniel. So, uh, man, I, yeah, hundred percent. I think you know. Obviously, this our weight. My the weight class is very old, and um, the older guys are at the top. And once these guys start clearing out, then yeah, I think I don't think there's nobody who's gonna be gonna rise to the top faster than me. Um, I just that's why I think you know fixing my little holes is so important now before that, before those guys start to retire and fall out and I'm still trying to fix shit, you know? Yeah. So um, that's why to me it's still important. It's just important just to, to just, I guess, to sharpen all my tools back up and just really focus on me 
and getting me back to getting me back to 100 percent and fixing all my holes because I don't think there's no one else in this uh the weight class. I think the the next youngest guy was a Steve Maury, right? And he fought. And yeah, he's, Maury, he's up there. Yeah. He's like he was up number five. He's like, well, yeah, he's ranked number five. And I don't even I don't even know who that guy he fought was. Was I, was that was that his debut? Do you know? Not sure off the top of my head, to be fair. But there, right. are, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of Asian guys in the division, which that's why I ask because I feel like it's a perfect opportunity for you to, you know, to get right in there within the coming years, man. Get back no, in yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, you're no, already in there. Anybody in the top ten, realistically, you're like a fight or two away from a title. Right, right, and I think I think soon they'll should, they'll probably be having a heavyweight tournament again. I would like to see a tournament. I mean, That'd be I think, awesome. I think a tournament definitely favors me, for sure. So, um, and I would I would want to I want I would I would like it to go back to the old ways of like one night. Yeah, didn't you Pride know, used one, to do that? Yeah, Pride used to do that. Bellator, I think, did it a couple times too. But back when they first started, when yeah. the first time they did tournaments, I think it was all in one night. So was it Coker there that, still? Or? Yeah, Coker. Yeah, Coker's the okay. one who done all of it. It was so his, why not? It was his, yeah, that's what I think. I think I would love that. I think as far as an excitement factor, if you told me the whole tournament concluded in one night, I like, I'm almost like more than willing to watch it now. You know what I mean? Like I would want right. to watch it even more. You know? Right. Or at least two rounds, you know what I mean? Like, let's finish this off in two weeks. These Some of these tournaments now have been dragged on over a year. It's like, what what is the point of that? Let's get first two rounds knocked out of this tournament, and then the next two rounds, is, you know, next next card, the next two rounds, and it's over. But uh, yeah. I don't know. That's my that's my opinion on that, of looking at it when you ask that kind of question. I think, yeah, there's, the, the weight class is old. They're not very too many young guys. Yeah. And you know, it's definitely, I feel like we could talk forever about that. It's definitely an interesting topic right there. But as far as you, right, uh, you're still training at Arizona Combat Sports? Yes, yeah, still training there. Great. And we spoke about the improvement as a fighter. What's it like improving as a fighter there? Like, how have, how's the environment there? What's it like there? Just the whole, the whole deal. What's it like? It's, it's a family. I mean, it's a great, it's a great community. Uh, I will have to say, like, the one thing I love about this gym is that is that about the the community and the family. But for me, I get a lot of attention with with Trevor. I guess to work on my game, and I really get to pick at his brain, um, to to what I want to learn and, and what I want to add to add to my game. So, or what he wants to really add to the game. So, not really my decision too much. But uh, that's where I think the the bonus is. Sometimes I get a little frustrated with the training training partners but that's not really something um like to i can really fix in the state i i feel like i've went with every big guy i possibly can in the state and either they want to work with me or they don't like me so it's a, and if they like me we work together now so if not if not you know it's, i think that's the first most frustrating part is getting different body types and, and getting different bodies but uh no our, our gym is uh that's growing so fast right now we barely have any space it's members wall to wall which is amazing for for him you know but not not many fighters yeah man at least my size right yeah and that's something we discussed right hopefully you know they can get some more guys in there some bigger bodies to get in there with you and we talked a lot about fighting right when you're not fighting what, what kind of stuff you like to do besides i guess the snowboarding we weeded that one out already so what else do you like to do man what kind of stuff do you do when you're not in the gym anymore 
I'm chilling, man. I, I, I'm at the house, really. I don't really try to do much, you know, try to stay out the way. I don't really want to get hurt or in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> Smart, yeah. So the best way to do that is just keep my ass at home. I kick it with my dog. And that's about it, really. I'm not, I'm not, I don't do too much, man. I'm an easygoing person. Yeah. Yeah, you like anime? I saw the Sharingan tattoo. That was dope, man. I'm a fan yeah, of Naruto yeah, so, myself, yeah. but not Boruto, though. Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I think they, uh, they, the reason why is that they, they, the biggest fuck up, you know, to me in that in that show is that they don't show like Baruto's drive and hard work. You know, what made you fall in love with Naruto is that he was trash at first, but he had to work so hard to get to where he was and nobody liked him. So he had to earn everybody's respect, had to earn everybody's trust. Baruto was like, all right, everything's given to you. Oh, you want to learn this? He learns it in a day or two. His dad yeah. took fucking a year, two years to learn it. He takes two, three months. So I think that's why everybody kind of got annoyed. But then there was like, you can't expect the same thing from him because Boruto's whole livelihood is different based on Naruto. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but Naruto had nobody. Boruto got mom, dad, family, the the um, Hinata clan, Hinata's genetics, which make him smart. Hey, the Naruto's genetics that make him smart is his mom's. You know what yeah. I mean? So I don't know. I think it's a it's a little it's a little crazy, but it's definitely not as good as definitely. I was just I just rewatched the uh, whole Naruto Shippuden series actually. Yeah, that was great. I mean, listen, I love the the in depth analysis you just gave me. That was amazing, man. And I'll tell you what, um, I think we could kind of relate that to life now, right? It seems like my gen, I'll say my generation, we got it all easier. We got to work less for it, right? And the older generations are the ones who act to kick and scratch and claw their way to to get the things that we can so easily access now, am I right? I mean, that's just information, the internet. I mean, what you're that's saying true. is, I mean, the, the, the internet. I think I, I guess I took it too deep, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, uh, it's no, not too deep. I think what you're talking about, I mean, the government is on some some scary shit, <laughs> and I think that's why the generations are becoming the way we the way they are. Because uh, if you have so much separation between in between conflicts of race, gender, guns, all all these other subject topics, then it's easier to control people because right. we're too busy fighting each other. We're no longer checking the government. This whole thing, our whole government was supposed to be set up on checks and balances. And us other people were supposed to be the ones checking them. We are no longer able to even check them. We're not even allowed to. So we are being controlled like sheep, essentially. And um, social media is actually a big platform for them that they use. So it's, it's crazy. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. I feel like uh, when I'm, when that that's what I'm doing. When you ask what I'm, when I am not training or doing anything at home, I am sitting here looking at conspiracy theories, driving myself crazy. <laughs> hey, man, I got a pretty crazy YouTube search history as well. It's okay. Um, so I guess we'll leave it at that, man. I guess we could, you know, maybe we could save that stuff for another time. Seems like a whole great podcast for another time. But hey, man, thanks for coming on the show, talking about the MMA stuff, what's going on with you, the jujitsu, all that good stuff. Um, we're Thank looking you. forward to seeing you get back in there soon. I'm sure it'll be an exciting matchup and all the best, man.